We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. That's for Roots being on time and first in the brigade today, folks. Welcome to the DGD Podcast. As always, Robert Reynolds. Guys, we got a lot to talk about. June official visits just wrapped up this past weekend. We're going to talk about that. Uh, We're going to recap the entire month because there's a lot of things that happened in this month of June and a lot of things that are about to happen because of these visits in July. Um, Just going to leave that there. Also got a commitment this weekend from Namdi Agboko. Namdi Agboko out of Garner, North Carolina. Uh, three-star defensive lineman uh, in the class of 24. Commits to Georgia, so another commitment. Guys, it's a busy, busy weekend, but let's go ahead and get started. First things first, our show is brought to you by Apotheos Roastery. Folks, best coffee you can buy. I guarantee that I will live and die by that. Um, listen, follow them on Instagram I'm at Apotheos Roastery. Follow them on Twitter at Apotheos Coffee. Also, because we're doing our countdown, our Classic City countdown, uh, 5% off of Apotheos orders every day until September 2nd using code COUNTDOWN. However, on days that the UGA Spike Squad social media post a countdown graphic, that day only, 30% off your orders. So make sure to check that out um, You know, while we do the countdown, okay? Make sure you use that code. Just going to leave that there. Uh, give them a follow on social media as well. Listen, at, like I said, best coffee and you're supporting. Uh, when you use our link at dgdpodcast.com forward slash apotheos, use that link. Every bag of coffee that you purchase, 20% of the proceeds from each bag will go to the Classic City Collective. Keep that in mind when you shop Apotheos. Let them know the DGD sent you. Thanks, Apotheos. Let's get started, folks. Let's get started. First things first. What a week. What a month. I ain't even gonna do it. What a month for official visits, right? You're starting off uh Dylan Raiola, right? Williams Winery, Dylan Stewart, Ellis Robinson, Wingo, Demarcus Riddick, Jared Gibson. A ton of guys, tons of guys that first weekend of June, right? Absolutely stacked full of stuff that first weekend. 
what does that mean though, right? Well, you look at the situation out of the, all the names, you've already had several commits, right? <clears throat> Excuse me. So you had Raiola, uh, you know, Ellis Robinson, uh, Demarcus Riddick, Nye Carr, Peyton Woodyard, DeMello Jones. Uh, you know, you look at all those names right there, right? And then what comes out of that first weekend? Well, you have a commitment later on in June from Justin Green, right? That's, uh, that's a four-star D lineman. Uh, yeah, listen, it's just a, that's just the first week, right? That's the first week. Well, second week comes around, right? And you got, well, you also forgot you got Daniel Calhoun was a big name there as well. But second week you have Sokovia White in town. You've got Malachi Tolliver, right? Those are your commitments. Ryan Puglisi, Nitro Tuggle, uh, Jalen Hayward, right? Jaden Riddell. Uh, you know, you also had KJ Bolden, Mike Matthews, Edric Houston. That's second week was just as stacked as the first. Now, at the same time, you sit there and what comes away from it? While he is on his official visit, Chauncey Bowens flips from Florida to Georgia. Right. So it's just one of these things where we're recapping this. And then also Jordan Thomas, 6'5", 325 defensive lineman from New Jersey commits as a result right third weekend you're sitting there you have oh you have nate frazier coming in as well drew miller hosts some folks quintavious johnson amari jefferson chris cole nair daniels chris cole, uh, chris jones lj mccray the list goes on right aiden breland well lo and behold quintavious johnson commits as a result right that's a that's a uh, three-star defensive lineman uh, out of atlanta right so they commit and then this past weekend, it wraps up with the commitment of Namdi Ekboko while he's on his official visit. But you look at Joseph Jonah Ajonye taking his official visit, Justin Williams. But then the I think one of the bigger pieces of news was the unofficial visit, folks. Williams Waneri comes in on that Saturday night and comes into uh, Athens after his – he basically leaves from Missouri, official visit comes into Atlanta, spends some time with family, but makes the effort to go to Athens before the dead period. So now that we've recapped that, right, what does that mean? Well, what does that mean? What a takeaway was you've got 20 commitments now in this class. you got 20 commits in this class, and there's more. But wait, there's more Billy May style, right? So now you look and present that over to July. Right? It's a dead period until the last week of July. Fair enough, but there still doesn't mean that people won't pop, right? And if you're a Georgia fan and you thought July was ins- or June was insane, just wait. That's all I can say about that. Just wait. Just wait because it's going to get insane, right? You've got, like I said, you've got 20, 21 commits, excuse me, 21. Like I said, you've got Dylan Rayola, Ellis Robinson, Demarcus Riddick, uh, uh, Jaden Riddell, Nykar, Jalen Hayward, Peyton Woodyard, DeMello Jones, Dwight Phillips, Justin Green, Jordan Thomas, Nitro Tuggle, Ryan Puglisi, Chauncey Bowens, Quintavious Johnson, Marcus Harrison, Sokovi White, Colton Heinrich, Namdi Agboko, Malachi Tolliver, and Drew Miller in this class, in this class right now. But when we're done with July, I think you will see Georgia's class not double, but there's going to be several commits that will pop to Georgia this month in July upcoming. So please keep that in mind. 
<laughs> please keep that in mind because it is about to get insane for this next month. First off, I want to I want to jump over to the brigade while I'm here. Uh, got got uh, gave Rouge chills to start the show. Uh, J O Double G in the building. D G D Pat in the building. Um, except for Utah thing. So apparently D G D uh, Pat excuse me says me and Rouge are elite and that's a Pat fact. And Rude's news. All right. That is, there you go. All right. Anyways, moving on, moving on. So we've recapped that right there. But I want to bring up this, and this this really intrigued me, right? When when Namdi Boko commits to Georgia uh, yesterday, it really put into perspective that Georgia's kind of creating this Nigerian pipeline, right? I, I guess you want to say, if you want to look through multiple classes, you could argue an African pipeline, but I'm just going to focus on the Nigerian aspect in this class, because not only did you just land uh, Namdi Agboko, right? You've also got, you're, you're definitely in the running for two more. That means Joseph Jonah Ajanye and Williams Waniri. Right. So with those with that being said, I take a look into that and it makes me wonder, first off, why? Right. Not only are they excellent players, but what I've come to realize um, when you look at these kind of players, first off, they're massive individuals, massive individuals. They're they're physical specimen, if you will. Um, you know, Joseph, uh, not Joseph. Well, we'll start off with Joseph. Uh, Joseph on on three. Right. Joseph Ajonye. It's like six, like six five, I think it is. Like it's it's insane. Right? And then he's like two seventy, I think. Might be wrong here, but um, but no, it's just it's very interesting to see that. Um, so when you take a look at it, you've got you know Namdi, which is the commit. Um, it's just it's very interesting to see. Is all I'm going to say. When you've got a six four, three thirty five, three forty, I think he measured in at three forty on. Um, on campus over the weekend, that's a massive individual that's going to play nose tech for the University of Georgia. Absolutely massive, right? Uh, his brother, right, Akeen uh, Agboko, 2026 offensive tackle. Dude, this this kid only played football for one year. Went from two, 6'6", 260 to start off the season. Got in the weight room, played a season. By the time the season ended, he was 6'6", 290, I think, as a freshman, and he's only going to get bigger. So I would expect him to, I don't know, what do you say, maybe get a, probably well over 300, probably 315, 320, three, play it at 320, and, and holding it extremely well, right? When you look at Joseph Jonah Janya, get back into the situation here, right? Obviously, you feel Georgia has a very good shot to land him. Right. And excuse me. And that's another massive individual. Right. That's just a massive kid. So when you look at a John, you know, and you've got uh, Waniri, right? Waniri. So Waniri is, let's see here. Waniri is listed at 6'6, 260, more like it could play your edge or side of your five technique. All right. Then you've got Joseph Jonah Johnny at six four and a half, so about six six five two seventy, right? So there's possible five true five technique. It's insane how massive these people are. It really is, right? But they but they're they're athletic as as just 
pure athletic ability is just ridiculous, right? It's off the charts. So when you look at all these guys, what is the key cog there, right? And I think you look at it. And to me, I, I think you look at Coach Uzo Deribe, right? Coming from Nigeria, having those ties, right? Nigerian ties. You're starting to see those relationships and those connections right there pay dividends, if you will. And, and I think it, and if I had to make the call right now, I would say you land all three, right? You already got Namdi, right? But then you you have Joseph Jonah Janye uh, that could have committed over the weekend, uh, did not, but could have. So you expect him to commit on the 12th. I think that's what he had mentioned in an interview. Uh, so you have possibly him landing on the 12th. And I, th- I feel like George is in a really good spot for him, right? Uh, I feel like George is way ahead of uh, Oklahoma in this one uh, or whoever's in, in front of it. I think Oklahoma, I believe. Uh, and then you look at uh, you look at Waniri, right? Waniri, I feel confident with there. And it might be over before July ends, right? We don't know, but I, I feel confident that it should. I mean, the fact that he came on the unofficial tells and speaks volumes to me. I'll leave it there. Uh, it should pay attention to you. It should click at a bell to you as well, right? That's just my thoughts on that, but we'll, we'll see what happens there. Um, <clears throat> when it comes down to, um, you know, whether these guys come in, in, into the class, like I said, I think you will. I, I think you get all three of them. But then when you look further down the line, what does that mean for Akeem, right? The fact that Namdi comes in. Uh, you know, that's another body. And if you haven't watched this highlight tape, go to watch. If you haven't watched Namdi's highlight tape, it's interesting, right? Like he listed as a three star and, and I see why I, I do think that the summer you're starting to see these guys put in the work, him and he King uh, are both putting in the work there to get it done. Right. So when you have that right there, I'm curious to see what that means this season. Right. Uh, you know, I want to see the agility work. I want to see if he's gotten faster off the ball. I want to see if he's, you know, Namdi is more physical, right? Like just being able to move people, right? Like when you take Namdi, I don't want to compare him to Jamal Jarrett, but you're looking at the true nose here, right? Jamal was 6'6", 350, 355, right? Watch him live. It's it's just one of these things where he physically moves bodies. It, it's just a, just a pure mauler. Where you look at Namdi, I feel like Namdi could kind of play a Zion Logue-esque type situation. You know, it's easy to look at three-star offensive tackle from North Carolina, and you want to contribute the or make the make the comparison to Jordan Davis. I leave it there. I, I'm just not I'm not saying Namdi's a bad player. I'm not saying that, but I do. I don't think it's fair to compare him to Jordan Davis. I think you look at Jamal as being more of a closer comparison. Namdi will be doing just fine. His moves on the inside, right, will, will, I think, can mismatch guards and centers. I think that's going to happen. Definitely centers, uh, overpowering them, things like that. You want him to be a two-gapper, and I think he can do that. I think you look at Jamal Jared as being a pure two-gap guy. Uh, when we look at that size and the transformation that he's had on, you know, being on campus, Jamal wise, uh, it's just insane. If you look at his body transformation, it's insane. Called this a long time ago. Just going to leave that there. But when you look at Namdi, I think Namdi, when he gets into the program, you're going to say you want to keep him at that same weight. Right. I think you look about the 330, 340 range. You could keep him there or play in the 320s, depending on how things go. But you don't want him into the 310s, in my opinion. And you sit there and you just allow him to play like a Zion Logue. I think, you know, what 
what Zion Lowe does is what I expect Namdi to do in Georgia, right? You want him to eat. You want him to eat up the the space, and you're going to get that. But he, but Zion Lowe also to me has the ability to pass rush from inside, right? Um, not saying that Jamal can't do that, but Jamal is is kind of a Jordan Davis in a sense where you want him in on running situations. You just want it to be hard. You want the linebackers to plug in uh, when he's eating up gap space. That's just what Jamal does. But Namdi, I expect him to be able to get used in multiple situations. I just see that coming. I think it. I think that's a fair assessment. I'd like to see what happens this season uh, in regards to right physicality off the ball punch. How does he? How does he move offensive linemen? Right? That's going to be interesting to see uh, because it kind of will tell you what will happen in the future at Georgia. Um, you know, I think there's he's raw. And that's not a bad thing. That means that you get Trey Scott on the in there and you develop him and you tap the unseen potential that I think this kid could easily hit if he puts the effort in. And he's doing that so far. So that's that's my take on Namdi. But his brother Akeem, right? Not saying this will be the case, but you know, when you typically land a brother, it's also interesting to note that his brother is gonna be insane as well. Dude, Akeem is a 2026 kid. Uh he played right tackle this past season. But it was his first season of playing football ever, ever, and he pops a Georgia offer like that. So you have to trust what Stacey Searles and Kurt Smart have seen, right, for that. This kid's going to play at 300, I would assume, this season, and he'll make the switch to left tackle. Now, the one of the things on Akeen, I think he can handle – I think it comes with comfortability and playing the game, but – being more physical with his hands, you know, utilizing more punch with his hands, that will come. The aggression will come. Um, you know, I'd like to see more aggression, but the kid can move. He's athletic. He can handle business, and he moves people. Uh, it just doesn't come off as you see like a Michael Morris, you know, that's got probably some of the strongest hands outside of Thor uh, on, the, on the team, right? You might not see that just yet. But he's got time to develop, right? Like I said, it was his first year ever playing football. So for what I've seen off of the, uh, his freshman highlight tape, he moves people, right? He, he gets people, he moves, he gets underneath people, and he, and he pancakes people. So when you deal with that, I expect him to get more physical when he gets more comfortable playing the game. And that's when it's really going to take shape. Right, especially if he gets up to 310, 315, hell, depending on how he – he looks lean. So you might put him at a 315, 320 range if he can hold it well and stay athletic enough. So you you could see that's a monster human being at 6'6". Six, six. Uh, and if he keeps the athleticism, that's that's downright scary. Uh, but I want to go back to the, this pipeline that I'm seeing being built, right? When you look at – when you look at Waniri and you look at Joseph Ajonia and you look at Ugboko, right? And then even in the future, trying to lay your seed with, with Akeem, right? In the 26th class. It, it's interesting to see this, but because of the athletic prowess these guys carry on top of, well, you've got, um, you know, just pure size, strength, right? Uh, they're all, well, I wouldn't say raw, but, they're even the ones like there's there's potential there that can get tapped in and it just hits a different level under the development acts aspect of things and that's where to me it gets interesting um i just think that it's going to be something to note as we move forward because there like i said you, you have 
you have that situation where you're starting to see uh, three uh, Nigerian players potentially committing to this class when all said and done. Then you also have in the previous class in Pimba, although he's from Ghana, I think it is, uh, not necessarily Nigerian, but you're instilling these African roots. And these guys, you see, and it's just one of these things where they can be, be lean, but you can add ridiculous amounts of weight and bulk, and they handle it as if they didn't really deal with it. So when you see that, I think, I think you've seen what you need to know. And you get those guys coming in, and they're big, and they're fast, and they can be developed. And, and they'll, you know what I mean? You just add that as the perfect combination. It's just it's just a perfect combination for that to just blossom this de defensive line and the recruiting aspect of it and what you see on the field. So it's just it's just something to note. But I think you see uh, Coach Uzo Deribe there leading the charge there. But listen, if if that means that we're going to get some nastiness and some, and, and it's going to cause some nightmares for folks, pun intended, there, I'm all for it, and I think you should be as well. Getting back to the chat here, getting to the brigade. Looks like JWG, Pat, and Roods are just having a ball over here. Um, let's see here. Pat, I can't believe you said that. Blasphemous. Roods, how are you actually here this morning? Don't don't question it. Just embrace it. Uh, Roods had a vacation, so he's refreshed from all the meetings at home remodeling. Oh, that sounds like fun. But, no, in all seriousness, though, uh, you know, I love what this class is going to be, right, as we look into July briefly, right? Like I said, I think you have a Jonye and Waneri. I feel comfortable, you know, I feel comfortable for sure that uh, a Jonye will commit uh, in July. Waneri, I think you can. I'm not necessarily as confident there, but I do think that uh, he will, you know, he could commit in July. Uh, now we're going to introduce a new segment to the show, and what we're going to do is we're taking Q, basically doing a Q and A. So in our in our Discord, uh, folks have asked questions, and we're going to bring them here, and we're going to answer them. And I will elaborate these questions, if you will. Uh, so we're going to do that. And first things first, I'm going to read them off here as we go, but. Uh, let's see, DGD Pat asks, what are the two remaining 2024 targets that we need the most? If if I had to say the two remaining targets we need the most, I'd say KJ Bolden, just I, I think establishing that Buford pipeline, and then give me Calhoun. Uh, Daniel Calhoun, I think, can be the centerpiece of your offensive line class after looking at what we did in 2022, 2023 slightly. Uh, you need to hit on your targets this class and next. And Calhoun could be that centerpiece. Uh, with KJ Bolden, listen, that's another safety to add to the add to the mix. And he's probably he's the best player in Georgia. So, you know, I, I think you look at those two. Um, as Gucci Gook also says, that, and just reiterates what I was saying. Um, he also asks, what will it take for Juan Daniels to accept his fate? and wear a Stetson Bennett jersey on the show live. Well, folks, uh, if JOWG handled the finances the right way, I don't think this would be an issue. Uh, but at the same time, I think it's a two-parter. you got to get Juan back on the show. Hanging out with Kirby Smart uh, and not being here. And listen, I can't be mad about that. Just can't be mad about that. Uh, when you're hanging with Ker uh, King Kirby, hey, 
all bets are off. I, I'll take I'll take full responsibility. That that that, that trumps this, folks. Uh, listen, handle business one. You keep doing you. Okay, you keep doing you. Uh, Nation, uh, we are Dog Nation on Twitter, but Nation asks, which wide receivers do we add to the 2024 class? Well, you've already got three, right? You've got Sokovi, Nitro, and Nikar, and I think you stick with those. All right, I feel like with with Carter Nelson kind of being on the move potentially to Nebraska, right? I think that means you have two tight ends in this class, both sticking. Um, and then you look at maybe four or five receivers. Um, you know, I think you're seeing potential. So I think you keep those three, um, Nation. You keep those three. And I think you try to push for Mike Matthews. I, I think you try to get in there and make moves and try to get and try to land Mike Matthews. Although right now I don't necessarily feel comfortable saying that he will end up in this class. It's going to be hard to kind of prime away from, I think, Tennessee uh, in that one. But Georgia is going to make some moves. Um, you know, And uh, I would say you try to take maybe Cam Coleman. Uh, Cam Coleman would be a very interesting place uh, if Georgia were to pick him. I think that would be an interesting place for him to go. Um, but you've also got Amari Jefferson, right? Uh, I would love to see Cam Coleman in there. Uh, Amari Jefferson as well. I think Amari coming down to a – Georgia, I think Amari's more of a Georgia-Bama battle. I think Tennessee's in the mix there a little bit as well. But I would say that's more of a Bama-Georgia battle. Um, with Coleman, I think that's Auburn, Auburn-Georgia. Uh, listen, give me give me Cam Coleman and Mike Matthews, and I'm set in that class if that happens. Uh, that's my wish list. Um, I feel more confident in saying it. I think you could land Amari and Coleman to get your five. But if you don't land those guys, if you or if you land just one, I think you might watch it, see what happens in the portal. Or you said to me, so keep that in mind. Um, just going to leave that there. Um, Adonis in the chat. Hey, that's a name I haven't seen in a hot minute. Um I know Black Adonis has cheered on his Gators. They took a lot of commits over, you know, through the month of June. Uh, so we'll leave that there. Uh, Joe Huff says Stetson signed uh, Stetson signed his first NFL contract. Go Stetson, absolutely, man. Listen, it's interesting. And since since uh, the question was asked, he got drafted. Folks tried to tell Juan that Juan didn't believe it, and now he's sitting there signed a four year contract, making money, right? Making some money, get all the peppy he wants in. Keep that in. Oh, don't condone the drinking fam, but just going to leave that there. Um, DGD Pat is asking for a black fat from Black Adonis. Uh, maybe he pops in and says something. We'll see. Um, are there any questions from the chat? If you have any questions right now, uh, it'll be definitely interesting. Uh, and then Israel is wanting to cover more on Waneri, right? This is where it gets interesting because Waneri is your it, number one defensive lineman. Um I'm going to need you to chill out, sir. I'm going to need you to chill out. At least I can grow a fucking beard. All right? Keep that in mind. Um, with that being said, though, Waneri, right, I think he's top five. I think depending on the rankings where you look at, it's like number two. I think as high as number two behind um, behind uh, Raiola at number one overall. Right? You land Waneri, that's going to get interesting, right, because you've already got Jordan Thomas, Justin Green, uh, and then Oboko in the class. You're trying to land Waneri. You're trying to land a Jonier. Uh, and you might even take an Aiden Breland. Aiden Breland, Aiden Breland, excuse me, is another name that you could wrap up 
the defensive line class at taking six. And if you take six, you know, to me, I feel like that's the magic number. A lot of people might be wondering why we're taking so much on the defensive line. And if you're one of those folks, uh, let me enlighten you. George is about to lose a ton of defensive line guys. Just going to leave that there. Do I need to explain? Sure. I'll do that for you anyway. <clears throat> You've got, you got Zion Logue, Warren Brinson, Tramel Walthour, uh, Nazir Stackhouse. That's four. You lost Sean Washington, Bear Alexander. There's your six. If Terry and Ingram Dawkins has a good year, that's another one that could leave. <clears throat> Just saying. Uh, Black Adonis says if we land KJ, he could play receiver. He could, but I think he's set on playing safety. Either way, excellent player. Excellent player. Brubicon Dog says that's a good starter beard. What do you mean starter beard, sir? Calm down with that. I find that offensive. Slightly offensive. So going to leave that there. In the meantime, while we get some comments in the chat popping up, do want to give a shout out to our second sponsor, um, Alumni Hall. Right? DGDpodcast.com forward slash Alumni Hall. Learn more about Alumni Hall. Shop Alumni Hall. Support the Spike Squad. Support, my, support myself, Juan, or Kobe. Find out what they've got. Listen, they've got a license, Nike, Cutter & Buck, Columbia, Yeti products, uh, Yeti products, 47 hats, things like that. Listen, I'm just going to show you right now, right here, see, right here, get you a nice little Yeti, um, you know, drinkware from Alumni Hall. I got this from Alumni Hall. Just going to leave that there, but I'm going to pull it back up. Follow them on Twitter and Instagram at Alumni Hall UGA. Uh, let them know we sent you. Located 10 minutes away from Sanford Stadium, uh, 1791 Oconee Connector, uh, number 535 down in Athens. Uh, check them out. Support the show. If you're in store, if you're in store, mention DGD Podcast and you'll get 10% off your order. Um, and then if you're online, right, uh, shop DGD Podcast along the hall. You'll support us. You help support the show, right? Uh, so you're support. You're getting your you're getting your gear. You're getting your tailgate uh, game real strong. All this stuff while supporting the show, letting them know that we sent you. Thank you, Alumni Hall. I'm getting back to the chat here. Um, DG Pat, I, I'm upset with you on that one. Um, just going to leave that there. So he said to leave my beard alone. That's where dozens of baby birds uh, live. Sir, I could do this right here. There's no birds flying around. Uh, so kindly uh, fuck off with that, please. And thank you. Um, JOWG says there's a, there's a Stetson update saying she is shopping for that jersey. She says she got distracted by other purchases and stuff, but I'm finding it. Jesus Christ, help me. Help me, folks. This this is why, listen, when you shop alumni hall, it comes to me, not to JOWG. We need to, all the all the accounting we can get. I'm just going to leave that there. Um, but I, I do want to talk a little bit more about Waneri, too. Um, listen, Waneri, you know, been a interesting kind of recruitment with him right in all seriousness it's been an interesting recruitment uh it seemed like at one point it was more of a tennessee oklahoma thing oklahoma took the lead but then all of a sudden georgia hits this massive swing with him right and it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out but if you get one neary right when neary when he gets developed properly if he comes to georgia there's, there's no question he's in the consideration for a number one pick or a high first round pick, right? We all understand NFL draft, quarterbacks, all this crap. I get it. But I'm just leaving you there. Kid has the insane potential to, to, to be a very high first round pick. 
But when if you if you were to add him at six six two sixty to Georgia's defensive uh, defensive front, that is where things get scary. And you start to see a lot of Nigerian nightmare comments going around. What would happen? That's just what would happen, folks. Um, Pat dropping the comment of the day. Uh, Y'all hit that like button if you haven't already, by the way. Just gonna, and that's called being elite, by the way, uh, as Pat said. So hit that like button if you if you want, if you like what you're hearing. Okay? Like, hit that like button. Click it's free. Takes a second. Supporting the show. Don't even realize it, but you are. You help the show. Um, but no, in all seriousness, though, Waniri, and then you add Joseph, Jonah, Johnny. You've got your zero. Like I said, you got your true nose with Okboko. Things are looking historically scary if you're a Georgia fan in a good way, in a good way, right? It's just going to be very interesting to find out what happens there. Um, but I'm I'm here for it. And like I said, folks, throughout the entire month of July, you've got SEC media days. You've got the, even though it's a dead period, I guarantee you there's tons of activity, right? You look at like I said, Florida in June. You know, Sunbelt Billy dropped dropped his basically just dropped everything, whatever. Cool, good for them. Uh, I do want to shout out this. This was funny to me. Some some Georgia fans let these Florida Gator fans know just how much Gator garbage they were spewing, right? Namdi Boko commits, and you saw the the Florida fans were just eating this up, talking about, uh, oh, Paul's Black Adonis's birthday in July. Adonis, we're going to do a live discussion here. I need you on. I need you on around your birthday or on your birthday, depending on how the show goes. We'll talk about it, though. We'll talk about this. Uh, I need you on for that. It'll be fun. Uh, but no, back to what we were talking about. You have, um, you know, July, right? Like Florida fans sitting there looking at uh, Namdi, right? They're talking about the ratings bump, right? The Georgia bump. That that bump happened before he committed. Like I think he committed on June. He he committed yesterday, which is uh, June twenty fifth, twenty twenty three. Uh, if you look at it twenty four seven, and you saw the bump. Just look at the history, the rating history. Just look at that. Florida fan, hey, hey, I, I know you ain't the smartest in the bunch, but just look. Just just do your do a little bit more research. I know that's hard. I know it is. And if you have questions, just ask your daddy, right? We'll help you. And that's what Georgia fans did on Twitter. Uh, so shout out to all the Georgia fans there, putting them gators in their place uh, at the bottom of the swamp uh, where they belong. Simple as that. Keep that gator garbage out of here. Uh, DG Pat says, so we get a full episode of Robert Reynolds roast by Black Adana. Sign me up. Oh, my word. You got to get one on that one, right? We got to get one on for that if that happens. Like, I mean, do we – like, we? You, hell, you can make an episode of the, the roast of Robert, right? You could. You really could. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. Um, I don't allow – I disavow that kind of talk, uh, by the way. Uh, with that being said, though, folks – Listen, June was interesting. You had a bunch of, you had several commitments, kind of busier than what I expected, honestly. But that tells me that the class is filling up. Their spots are getting to be more and more expensive in regards to value there, right? I'm just going to leave that there. Um, spots are filling up fast, folks. You're starting to see it. I'm telling you, I think you got several silence that are waiting to pop in July. <laughs> it's going to be nasty. Uh, neither can't confirm that, but. July is going to be interesting for y'all. The DGD pod roast. Interesting. Interesting. 
we might have to make something happen there. Anyways, we saw what happened in June. Moving forward to July, SEC media days. That's going to be fun. That's going to be fun. What news will the SEC break then, right? Are we looking to, like I said, although it's a recruiting dead period, it's not always a dead period because there's going to be so much commitments popping off, not just at Georgia, but all around. I guarantee you July is going to be the busiest month for activity. Uh, so if you're Hayes Fawcett or whatever, I mean, us, us creating graphics for Georgia commits, we're going to be busy. Just going to leave that there. Um, we'll talk about the roasting, trying to get one of Stetson Jersey later. But with that being said, uh, make sure to like and subscribe. Give us a follow. If you're listening on podcasts, don't think I forgot about you. Make sure to leave us a review. The more reviews we get, the more love we can easily show you, right? It's easy to do, but we enjoy everybody that supports the show, whether it's watching or listening. So don't get, don't, don't feel like you're getting excluded. I promise you, you're not. But with that being said, we're going to wrap things up for today. Adonis, we can all get three hosts and you, me and KTG and Garosa for 60 minutes. Huh. Y'all really trying to put this in motion. Just going to leave that there. Well, I'm leaving it there. With that being said, that's all we've got for today, folks. Make sure to like, follow, subscribe, leave a review if you're on podcast. With that being said, have a great day and go dogs.